let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids, it's poetry time! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club. With me, Little Dazzy Donuts. I'm here at the club having read through the latest entries for the summer competition on the topic of home. We've received some wonderful poems from around the world and I've selected a few to play for Queenie and Chicken when they return from their walk. They left a few hours ago to wander around the nearby villages and country roads and they should be back soon. I have a pot of tea here for them and the poems are lined up ready to play. Oh, I think I hear them coming now. Hi Queenie, hi Chicken, welcome back. Little Dazzy Donuts. Oh my gosh, Queenie, are you okay? You look like you've been in an accident. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, we're fine. You're right, though, it does look like we're injured, but we're not. Look, this is all just raspberry juice. That's a relief. It is. You're covered in it. It's spread around your face, on your hands, and all over your shirt, too. <laughs> and you don't look any better, Chicken. What have you two been up to? Check this out. Look, we've come back with boxes of raspberries. Don't they look amazing? (laughs) These are fresh off the bushes. Now, I will admit that we had more raspberries at one point, but we were eating them as we walked, and it's surprising just how many we got through. That said, there's still a lot to be eaten. So where did you get all of these from? Well, we were walking around the country lanes and we came across this fruit farm that had a big sign outside that said, Pick your own fruit. (laughs) Well, that made us pause for a while as we didn't have any fruit of our own to pick. And so we couldn't do what the sign told us to do. As you know, we've planted a few fruit trees in the garden, but we won't get any fruit from those for a few more years. So we popped into the farm and told them that we couldn't pick our own fruit. I'm guessing they were a bit surprised by that. So what did they say? They laughed. You know what? I think they thought we were joking, but we weren't. Anyway, they said we could pick their fruit instead, and so we did. Well, Queenie, I think that's what the sign was trying to say to you. Uh, I don't think so. If they'd meant that, they'd put a sign up saying, Pick our fruit. Anyway, it all turned out okay as they had rows and rows of really ripe raspberries and big buckets to put them into. So I picked and chicken pecked for a long time. Here, try a few. They're so juicy and yummy. Oh, they are. They're really tasty. So what are you planning on doing with all of them? Oh, we actually talked about that all the way home. I decided that we'd make some raspberry jam. Well, I've never made jam before, but I bet I could figure it out. I mean, how difficult could it be? It's probably just raspberries and jam mixed together. Before you make your jam, how about you have a nice cup of tea and listen to some poems? Here, I'll pour a cup for you. Whoa, that sounds lovely. Come on, chicken. Let's sit back, put our feet up, drink some tea, and listen to a poem. We can then figure out how to make raspberry jam. That sounds a great idea. Well, the first poem is from Cheska in England and is called Home. 
Here, let me play the poem for you now. Old home, new home, big home, small home, short home, tall home. Home is the strangest thing of all. Doesn't matter if it's big or small. Only if you can call a house a home. That's all. Dirty home, clean home, messy home, neat home, wooden home, brick home. Home is the strangest thing of all. Doesn't matter if it's big or small. Only if you can call a house a home. That's all. Loud home, quiet home, relaxed home, tense home, warm home, cold home. Home is the strangest thing of all. It doesn't matter if it's big or small. Only if you can call a house a home. That's all. A big thank you, Cheska, for your poem. You've done a great job of capturing that houses come in many forms, and what truly matters is whether a house is a home. Thank you so much for writing and recording your poem for us. Oh, I do like Cheska's poem, Little Dazzy Donuts. You know what? I bet it would be possible to write music for that poem and turn Cheska's words into the lyrics of a song. Perhaps I'll try that after I've made my jam. Okay then, Queenie. Would you like to hear more poems? Oh, I definitely do. But could I first get started on the jam? I want to make sure that we have enough time to make it and let it cool, so I better not sit here dunking bickies for much longer. That said, I don't actually know how to make jam. Oh, but I bet that Chef Katie Current does. She's helped me so much lately with my rhubarb pie and also with my hedgehog cake. She's sure to know how to make jam. Well, can we call her up quickly to ask for a recipe, and then we could listen to some more poems? Of course, Queenie. Let's dial the number now. Hi, this is Chef Katie Current. Hi, Chef Katie, it's Queenie. Oh, hi, Queenie. How great to hear from you. How did you get on with the hedgehog cake the other week? Well, it went fine. On reflection, it's possible that I may have misheard some of the recipe. Well, my cake included a bath sponge and two tennis balls. That didn't seem right. Still, I took them out before eating the cake, and the rest of it was so chocolatey and yummy. Actually, I'm calling today because I need help with another recipe. Of course. I'm always happy to help. What do you want to make? Well, I just got back from picking fruit, and now I have loads of raspberries. So I wanted to make raspberry jam. Well, do you happen to have a recipe I could use? Yes, I do, Queenie. Although I only have a few minutes, I'm making some souffles, and I have to take them out of the oven in a couple of minutes. But that should be enough time to tell you how to make raspberry jam. Do you have a pen and paper ready to write it down? Yes, I have them here ready, Chef Katie. Now, could you talk me through the recipe in nice short steps? First, make sure that your jam jars are sterilized and clean. Then, find a large saucepan. Something like a wide mouth preserving pan if you have one. Now, it can help to mash your raspberries. Then put your mashed raspberries together with the sugar on a low heat. Stir it every so often so the sugar dissolves. You don't want it sticking to the pan. Okay, uh, that was a lot in the first step, so let me write all of that down, Chef Katie. 
so I need to clean the jars, and I need to keep my mouth wide open. Oh my gosh, why do I have to keep my mouth wide open while I do this? Um, oh, and I need to stir, and I need to add some mash with my raspberries. Oh gosh, who knew there were potatoes and raspberry jam? Now, you want to bring the fruit mixture to a rapid rolling boil. You know that you have that because the mixture will continue to bubble even when you stir it with your spoon. Keep it boiling for three to five minutes before you test to see if it has reached its setting point. That's when the jam starts to thicken. Okay, okay. So I'm stirring. I definitely heard stirring. And something is rolling too. I'm rolling and I'm stirring. And then things are going to thicken? Gosh, this is far more complicated than I realize. So do I still need to keep my mouth open? Or can I close it by this point? Then... Ladle the jam into your sterilized jars and put the lids on. Those lids should seal themselves as the jam cools. Oh my, that's the timer for my souffles. I have to dash, Queenie. Sorry. Good luck with your jam. Hey, God, Chef Katie. What was that about seals? I need to use seals to put the lids on the jars? But I don't actually know any seals. Chef Katie? Chef Katie? Oh, no, she's gone. Well, Queenie, do you feel ready to make your raspberry jam? Oh, I think so. I've written down everything I heard, and so it should turn out okay. There are a few surprises in the recipe, but cookie wouldn't be cookie without a few surprises. At least there aren't any tennis balls this time around. (laughs) Okay, why don't I start on the jam while you read more poems? Well, the next poem comes from Dashwana in South Korea. The poem is called Memories and is all about what it's like to move home. Here, I'll play it for you now. As I drive out for the last time, I glance back at the red roof and the yellow bricks making up home. I remember the days when I fell or stood, the moody and gloomy days and the sunny and bright days. Bittersweet memories clouded my head as we made the last turn onto our new adventure, and I unlocked the chain and went on free. A big thank you, Dashwana, for your wonderful poem. It's a lovely reminder that we may have many homes in our lifetime, and each of those creates memories that we carry with us throughout our life. Thank you so much for writing and recording your poem for us. So, Queenie, how are things going with the jam? Uh, okay, I think. I can't say much as my mouth is wide open. I don't know why, but I guess it's an essential part of the jam-making process. Well, could you read another poem, Little Dazzy Donuts, while I keep stirring? Well, the next poem is from Naomi in England with the poem Clock. Let me play it for you now. The old family clock sits in the corner of the living room with his ancient tick, tick, tick hands, pulsating in time with our home's heart as he sees the mother, the daughter and the grandchild ring out minutes from time's cloth. Tick, 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 tick. A shining broken face, beaten with age. Tick, tick, tick. His sturdy wooden frame, strong enough to hold up the memories of the time. Tick, tick, tick. We were together. And through his wrinkled eyes, he watches us spend his tick, tick, minutes, like treasured pound notes. 
Soon, my great-grandchildren will have their beautiful moments regarded by time itself as he sits in the corner. Tick, tick, tick of the living room. Thank you so much, Naomi. Your poem reminds us of how time moves on. It was here before us and will carry on after us. And in your poem, that time is tracked and events watched by a clock that is ever-present in the home. What an interesting thought. Thank you so much for writing and recording your poem for us. Okay then, Queenie, how are you getting on with the jam? Surprisingly well, really. I've been rolling and stirring just like Chef Katie told me to. And the jam has definitely thickened. So I'm about to pour it into my jar so it could cool. I think I need the help of a friendly seal for this, but seeing as there aren't any seals here at the club, I think I'll just put the lids on myself. Well, is that okay with you, little Dazzy Donuts? It definitely is, Queenie. Okay, while you start filling your jars, I'll play our final two poems. The first comes from Sonoja in India and is called The Beach. Here, I'll play the recording for you now. I was out at the beach on a dusky sunset, tired and exhausted, to whom I was about to set for the last glimpse of the sea. I sat near the tides, with salty water all over, and sand on all my sides. I started thinking about the ocean, and whatever in it that can be, all the life that thrives, in the vast and endless sea. To all the living organisms, the sea is home to big and small. The beauty of the ocean has no words to praise at all. The sandy coastlines of joy offer sandcastles to make, a lovely tusk to enjoy, and dozens of seashells to take. Lost in all the thoughts, I bid a goodbye to the beach. It was pulling me like a magnet all the way home till I reach. Thank you so much, Sonoja. It sounds like you enjoy the beach as much as I do. I love being on the sand and wading through the sea too. And there is so much life in and around the sea. I really like how you call out all of the living organisms who consider the sea their home. Thank you for writing and recording your poem for us. Now our final poem comes in from Ananya in the United States and is called Home in the heart. Here, I'll play the poem for you now. Birds soar to the trees, eager to go home. Foxes race to their caves, ready to lay in slumber. Polaris prowl to their den, ready to sleep away. Beavers crawl to their den, ready to rest their weary paws. Squirrels scurry to their hollow, ready to dream through the night. All living things keep home in the heart. And after a long day, all you want is to go home and hit the hay. Thank you so much, Ananya, for your wonderful poem. I like how it shows that there is a home for every creature and that at the end of the day, most of us just want to go home where we can rest. Thank you so much for writing and recording your poem for us. Well, Queenie, that was our last poem. So, is your jam ready to be eaten? It is! Look, we have six jars of yummy jam! 
Well, I'm going to put five of them in the fridge, and I think we can eat the sixth one with this bread that we have. Oh, I do love the sound of some bread and jam. Okay then. Well, while you make us some jam sandwiches, why don't I thank everyone for joining us for the episode and also thank our poets today, Cheska, Naomi, Darshwana, Sanoja, and Ananya. And also, I can remind people that they can enter their own poems into the home competition. You have until July 30th, and so there's still time to enter. I should also remind you that we're back with a normal episode on Monday, with a brand new topic and new poems. Okay then, Queenie, let's try your jam sandwiches. They're so yummy, little Dazzy Donuts. Here, try one. Oh gosh, that jam is lumpier than I was expecting. And it tastes a little unusual too. Oh, that's probably just the mashed potatoes. They seem to have had a little starchy dimension that is uh, unique. Yes, that's the right word. My mashed potato and raspberry jam is definitely unique. It's all a learning opportunity. Come on, eat up. There are plenty of more sandwiches to eat before we head home. <laughs>